Hey, do you teach yoga? Have you ever trained to lead yoga classes to be a yoga therapist? Have you ever owned a yoga studio? Maybe even just wondered what it was like for the women and men up there in front of the room on their mats, leading you through endless Surya Namaskars, down dogs, and pranayamas galore? Well, these are their stories and mine. I'm Rebecca Sebastian, a 20-year yoga teacher, 10-year yoga therapist, yoga studio owner, and co-founder of a yoga-focused nonprofit. I've done a lot in the yoga world over the last 20 years, pretty much everything except had a water cooler. You know, a place to share stories, talk about struggles, successes, and find other people who do the same thing that I do. Welcome to Working in Yoga, a podcast and substitute water cooler for yoga folks to connect and build community, to share our unique profession, our challenges, and our journeys with the world. Hey friends, welcome to Working in Yoga. This week is our third installment of our summertime self-care series, and I'm calling this episode the dip episode. The dip is a funny thing because we never really normalize the idea that you will fall down on your way up to anything. And when you experience a dip, it is really easy to lose momentum at that time. I first learned about the dip from a podcast with the marketing legend, Seth Godin, and he talks about the dip as the inevitable happening to business owners. I realized when listening to this talk that there's a lot more to think about with this concept than just in regards to business. Life is all about the dip. And summertime is a great time to think about what happens when we dip down lower than we were. But first, this is the part where I ask you to subscribe or follow to the podcast from wherever you're listening. Whether it is Apple, Spotify, Audible, Google, or another streaming service, subscribing is the best way for those services to know that you like the podcast so that they show it to other people like you. It really does help, so please go ahead and subscribe if you haven't already, and thanks for that. And if you haven't gotten onto my newsletter yet, hit those show notes and grab the newsletter link. I love sharing with you the things that I find interesting in our industry, so sign up and stay informed. Now, let's get into the dip. I think in the summertime for yoga for professionals, it is a great time to talk about the low feelings and experiences we have in this job. Even when you feel like there's a lot of upward momentum overall that's happening, maybe especially in May and June, your classes or client lists were full. Maybe you were excited about the new content you're creating for fall. Maybe you've got plans. But then mid-July, you find yourself looking at nearly empty rooms. Your regular clients are on vacation and you feel, well, defeated. This is the dip. It is the inevitable downward motion that happens every so often in your upward trajectory of both life and business. Now, according to Seth, the moments of the dip are what distinguishes between those who make it in business and those who don't. All businesses have a downside, a low time, a time where things get incredibly uncomfortable and difficult. This is part of the process. Now, I'll use myself as an example from very recent history. Last week, within 24 hours, my studio gained several new members that I really didn't have to work to get. I was booked on a local lifestyle program, the biggest in my region, to be honest, to talk about National Relaxation Day, 
and my studio and apothecary suffered smoke damage from a fire next door that shut down everything for five days. Now, five days may, in your head, not feel like a lot, but you, when you run a studio where you have 17 classes a week and an apothecary where you are open for business hours Wednesday through Saturday, with 45 business hours, five days can feel like a lifetime. Now, I remember distinctly feeling delighted that my studio was having new interests, that I got to talk about some of my favorite stuff on a TV show, and it felt like a true win. And all those things happened during my lunch hour. Like, I was taking lunch, and I went, oh my gosh, I went back to my computer, and like, all this good news was there. It felt like an upswing. Then, not long after, a fire happened, and there was the dip. Now, this is a normal part of business, and I've gotten used to the dip after all these years of being in business, which is why I can talk about it now, a week later on my podcast, (laughs) and it is also a normal part of life. But how we handle ourselves and our businesses during this inevitable dip period, that is the distinction. So today I have three tips or suggestions, if you will, of things you can do for yourself during a downtime. The downtime may be big, like a fire, or smaller, like a lower class attendance, but this advice is the same. So what do we do? Okay, let's get into it. Number one, I want you to run your numbers. One of my favorite people to follow online and read her weekly newsletters is a woman named Kelly Deals. On Instagram, she's at K-E-L-L-Y-D-E-I-L-S. She says often that numbers heal, And I honestly think she is exactly right. I want you to sit down, figure out your expenses, figure out what you would like to make per month or per week, and make a plan to get there. Maybe you said to yourself, I'm going to be a millionaire by this time next year. (laughs) I know, I know, that isn't often the self-talk that you hear from yoga folks, but stick with me. If you've decided that you're gonna be a millionaire by this time next year, I want you to sit down and run your numbers. How much are you making now? How much do you need to make in order to make your dreams happen? A million dollars a year is $83,333 a month, approximately. And how do you get that? Do you sell a $2,000 course to 42 people in a month? Do you sell eight? $1,300 container course to 10 people each month? Do you sell a $197 membership to 423 people a month? Run numbers, set goals, and figure out how to get there. Now, I have to be honest with you, like really honest. I was terrified of money and numbers for the bulk of my adult life, and I am now 44 years old and within a few short weeks of turning 45. I am very solidly a middle-aged lady, and in the past, I often used yogic philosophy to reinforce my own terror and discomfort with the idea of money, making money, and building a sustainable living for myself and my family. I would shroud myself in the yogic ideas of quote-unquote non-attachment and non-greed and the it-will-all-work-out-or-universe-provides mentality. And I do believe that's true. But let me tell you this. I was certainly not helping the universe help along the way. I just sat there waiting, hoping that everything would work out. It would have been a lot less stressful 
if I had accepted that numbers can heal, been brave, and dove into figuring out how to reframe my relationship with money as a woman who was raised by a single mother in the rather fiscally conservative area of the Midwest United States. It would have been so much less stressful if I had realized that numbers do heal. So go ahead, my friends, dive into those numbers, make spreadsheets, get to know what you need to live, figure out what you would like to make, and carry on healing yourself from your money trauma during those dip times. Secondly, I want you to schedule your self-care. And this is something I never really embraced until 2022. While I always knew that self-care was important, I considered my own care to always be an after-the-fact of hard times. Like I would be going through hard times and I would say I would get to it when I got through it. You know what I mean? When I really realized that I needed to both front-load work to be prepared for those times when there was a dip was when I was going through 2022, which was a low for me for what felt like that entire year. I'm still recovering from that year, if I'm to be honest with you, and I'm working on fully acknowledging how difficult that year was for me physically and emotionally, but I also have to say I came away with such a solid understanding of what self-care really is and what it really means for us during times of crisis. So if you're going through something big right now and you feel like you can't think, do one thing for yourself. Schedule something for your own self-care on your calendar. Make it between tomorrow and 14 days from now. Don't go longer than 14 days. And it doesn't have to cost money, but stick to it. Go to a museum for free on a free evening. Grab a chai at a bookstore. Schedule an afternoon to go on a hike or paddleboard or roller skating. Go pick flowers. But schedule out your own recovery when you know you're going to need it. Look, nobody else is going to stop you and make sure that you take care of yourself. And let's be real, nobody else should. They should not be as invested in your care as you are. So during these dip times, it is up to you to make sure you are caring for yourself the way that you would care for other people. And this is a non-negotiable. Self-care isn't just for the good times. It's for the times when we feel like we're failing and falling and there is no net to catch us. So this year, I have embraced the idea that my own care and my finances are linked. The more I care for myself, the more I'm able to make the income that I desire. Maybe see if those things can be linked in your head too. It is a really powerful mindset shift. And finally, the last suggestion I have for you is reflection plus action. A dip is a great time to reflect on the things in your business and life that aren't going well. Are you doing what you want to be doing? Are you headed in the right direction? What is going well? What feels like it's not quite aligned? And does that feeling have more to do with you maybe not being quite right in a quite right place? Or is it the inevitable discomfort of learning a new skill? Now, I'm going to break out for a sec and remind you that I cannot emphasize enough that there is a true discomfort that happens when you do something for a while and you're struggling through the beginnings of being better at it. That new project smell has worn off. The creative frenzy that inspired you when you were in the very beginning stages is gone. 
And now it's the truth. Being better at something is monotony. Being better at being a yoga teacher is monotony. Being better at being a business owner is monotony. It is the drudgery of working step by step towards achieving your goals. And there's nothing sexy about it and everything rewarding. So take some dip time to reflect if you're working towards those goals, be it little by little, or if you are off course and want to make a bit of a change. And then take a few moments and pause. And a moment can be a day or up to a week. And then make some action steps so that you can step forward towards those things that you've always dreamed of. As much as manifestation culture and yoga wants you to believe it, there is an element of your own control in the destiny that you are co-creating with the universe. So be about it. Go make plans to get the things that you want to create for this world. And here's the truth. Dips happen. Life, business, and yoga isn't always an upward trajectory. There are inevitable downturns in life. What we do with those downturns, how we take care of ourselves, if we decide to continue or quit, how we show up for us and the world matters. So please take care of yourself, my friends. If you are experiencing a dip in business or life right now, make sure you're connecting with people who remind you of your own inner perfection and make sure that one of those people is you. Next week, we will talk about the importance of rest and nourishment for ourselves and our businesses and how we create equal energy exchange with the business we have built and we love. And one final note, I want to wish my business, Sunlight Yoga and Apothecary, a happy four-year anniversary. We've made it through a lot, me and this business, and I am proud of us both. Thank you for joining me around the water cooler, friends, and I'll catch you next time.